Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. Story is a powerful business tool. As a, I want to say former, but I still write. As a quasi-former writer, screenwriter, uh, I formally studied the art of writing and storytelling. From Stephen King's On Writing to Joseph Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand Faces to Aristotle's Poetics, which, uh, by the way, is uh, super teeny tiny when you pick it up. It's like, ooh, this is going to be an easy read. It is not an easy read. <laughs> it is super packed with insight and it requires a lot of reflection as you're reading. So if you really, really want to understand the material, you will not be flipping through this teeny tiny booklet. It, 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 it's a lot. It's really great, by the way. Uh, so maybe you're thinking like, oh, well, what is she talking about? You know, you just need to know that stuff for, for fiction writing. That's not for business. What are you talking about? Hey, hey, hey. Not so fast. Storytelling is what will captivate an audience, will attract your clients, and will inspire your team. So what basic structure could leaders use to help carve a more powerful business story? Well, let's before we just jump into that, let's start with what are the potential uses for these stories? So I know that it gets tossed around a lot. Oh, think about story, think about stories. Okay, that's fine, but for what? Well, there's the obvious first one in giving a presentation. Uh, that could be internally, or it could be at a speak speaking engagement. And usually you would use a story uh, to help support facts. And it might help make data a little bit more accessible, a little more concrete, and a little less dry. Another place to use story could be on the website. It can help provide insight into the company. It can help provide insight into the way it operates, into its values, its mission, who are the people behind the business. So it can really help an audience connect when they come to your website. You can also use story in articles slash blogs uh, where it can help uh, attract a potential client who might see themselves in that stated problem, might recognize that situation, be like, oh man, that's really happening to me too. Okay, I they get it. And so that might be attractive to them. Another uh, time that story might be useful is when training our team members. And that could be done potentially at onboarding. So when you do it at onboarding, you would use stories so that they can understand their role better, so that they can understand the mission of the organization, so uh, that they can align more appropriately. So if they hear, oh, okay, this is 
uh, I don't know, you, you may pick a story uh, about a client and how they had a very specific problem and how you went in and helped them address that, then it might help that new employee see, oh, okay, this is quote unquote, the expected behavior in dealing with that type of situation. And so it could help with alignment. And it could also help foster a sense of connection and belonging within the team when they start hearing how their role integrates into the big picture and how they're contributing to the mission of the organization. And so that can also uh, help using story, can also help integrate lessons learned. And by sharing successes and failures, you can accelerate potentially the onboarding of a new team member because then they might be like, oh, oh, I understand. So this failed because of that. Okay, see, I would have thought that that would have worked because, but then it's not because. And so that could really help avoid some potential, I'm going to call them rookie mistakes. So that's great. Now we know. Okay. So those are the various ways we could use story that that's helpful in business. Awesome. So uh, what kind of basic, basic structure can we use? Well, this is just like super basic. Okay. So I could go into way deep into the various acts and the structure and the various items of what happens when and what should happen in a story. but to not overwhelm anyone, we're just going to stick to what's that basic structure. So you'd want to typically start with painting a picture. So what's happening? We, we call that the ordinary world. So you, what's happening? So where where are you? What are you doing? What What is the situation that you found yourself in or the client or whatever? I'm just going to say yourself here, but depending on the story, it would be the client or whatever, depends on the point of view that you're using to tell the story. And so uh, what situation you're in? So now you're kind of describing that ordinary world. Then you want to explain what difficulty you were facing. And this is usually where the client would recognize themselves, or at least your audience. They will be listening to that and then recognize, wow, okay, that sounds a lot like me. And so this is usually going to draw them in because they relate and they want to see where it goes. So once you've done that, you explain the difficulty you were facing. Uh, Then you want to talk about how not addressing the problem made things worse. Can use terminology on you? Refusal of the call. No. <laughs> so you want uh, to to address to uh, talk about how not addressing the problem made things worse. Worse. So you you had this thing. You're kind of there, like oh, I don't want to deal with it, and therefore you're not dealing with it. And then, whoa, business was so much worse because you did not do that thing. And the worsening of the situation usually brings you to a certain point where it was like, it can't continue. This has to change. And so then you describe that situation. So the situation that pushed you to seek another solution because the status quo wasn't working. And so once you describe that, you start, you continue with, which solution did you employ that worked? And that's usually something that you offer in your business. 
<laughs> so just just a little tip like don't 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 start giving solutions that you know everybody but you offers so make sure that you're aligned we are talking about business stories here so we want to make sure that everything's aligned and so the solution that did work is is typically what you're offering and once you've kind of described how that worked uh the the solution that that worked then you move into how you, your life, the business, the client's business uh, was transformed by this new approach. So, so the, the transformation aspect is really, really important because if it's just a teeny tiny change, nobody's going to be moved by that. We're, we all love, well, okay, maybe not everybody, but a lot of us love the big transformations. It's interesting. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's uh, much more attractive in the sense that if somebody, if a business offers, hey, you can work with me and you're going to do this teeny tiny progress. Or, hey, you can work with me and you're going to get this much progress. Like, okay, wow, I want to work with that second company. And just by the way, Honest, no exaggerations. <laughs> None of this, like, I'm going to promise you the moon and I'm going to underdeliver. Nope, nope, nope. That's that's not good for anyone. So make sure that whatever you're promising, whatever is that change, however the transformation happened, that you can reproduce that. Not none of these. Oh, hey, I did this one thing and look at me, my my business like twenty x in revenue and then. It was some kind of weird fluke that can never be replicated by anybody else. No, that helps no one. Don't, don't, don't be that kind of business. Please don't be that kind of business. So whatever that transformation that occurred, what was it and how is your life now? Like, what is this new world that you're in that is transformed because you dared to lean in and you dared to accept the challenge and you dared to employ that new solution you weren't sure but whoa it worked and look at me now so there you go let's go to the generic approach so that's a very ge generic linear way of uh telling a story and in presentation i mean once you kind of master the basics and you write down your story in that very linear way you may choose to move around the elements and i'm sure you're familiar with it um i mean if you've <laughs> sure watched tv at some point uh you know how it, sometimes the the beginning they begin with the end and and so it starts and then they go back 24 hours earlier or six weeks earlier and uh so that's just kind of one way of hooking you in i'm not saying necessarily do that but just kind of find a way of of hooking in or you just start with the story um in, in a way where you kind of cut in the middle of an action or something like that so just kind of play around with it play around with the elements but uh, but make sure they're all there and and that is just going to give it more flavor uh and and even just a story that is linear it can still be extremely interesting if you tell it right and then, then of course, we we fall into presentation. That's a whole other thing. We're just talking about what elements of the basic structure of story. So these are kind of the basic elements. 
And uh, so for myself, just to give you a little bit more of a concrete example, uh, for when I give a talk, uh, so I may start with a story and then I bring it to the, the point where it's like, oh, wow, okay, things had to change. And then I start talking about my topic. And so then I talk about my topic, which is usually going to be okay. What am I talking about? The uh, definition of this. And then, you know, what are some solutions? What are some challenges? But as I'm going through the talk, I actually update the audience on the evolution of the story. So usually by the time I get to the end of my talk, I've covered the whole story, but in little parts. And it's tied into, so with the way I break it up, it's tied into what I am teaching. And so I kind of update as I teach the new points. And and I'm not saying like every slide you give a one sentence update, don't do that. Like <laughs> do it in chunks because otherwise it's like, what? <laughs> so just kind of, you do the thing, blah, blah, blah do the thing and then continue on. And one of the things I found is that typically it keeps an audience interested because, well, they want to find out how it turned out. But at the same time, what happens is that it helps give a concrete example of the impact of the teachings in real life. So it really helps drive your points home. So that's great. So now we know why we should use them. We've got this, this, basic structure of what, how to, how to put the stories together. Well, what else? Keep an inventory as you go. And this is something that I find is extremely useful because I find that let's say I'm writing a talk or I'm writing an article, I'm doing something. And I, I, there's a place where I would like to use a story. I find that sometimes it can be really hard to recall on the spot when I need it. And I was like, oh, I need a story about this. Blank. You know, that's, that's usually how it goes. And so if you want to get better at, at creating and using these stories, then find a place to put them all together. Now, yes, of course, there's going to be that initial effort that's going to be a little bit more difficult because you have to think and put stories, but if you can even start building it slowly, like, oh, I remember this story. That's probably applicable for this thing. This would be a good learning about this. Let's start putting it together. And then once you have something that's reasonably well built, then you just can keep topping it up. Then it's like, it's easy. Then it's like, hey, this thing happened. Oh, wow. That was a really good lesson learned on. And then you just add it. And so then if you just have this big list and you're writing something and you're looking for a story to illustrate a specific point, then you can just refer to your list and boop, just draw something from the list. And if you're part of a team, uh, like the larger team, uh, well, even it would work on small teams, all teams, team or no team, it all, it all works. Uh, then your team members can contribute to us, to it. Uh, if you have a, a something happens to them and then they write it in and they're like, oh, that's really interesting. It may spark an idea for you to use it uh, as a basis for a case study. We all love case studies, right? <laughs> and so it's really great to uh, have others contribute to it and then potentially, like I said, have have that material when you need it for some other purpose. Now, keeping that list no right way to do it. 
do it for whatever works for you. It really doesn't matter. Um, just few ideas. You could create a spreadsheet if you wanted uh, with tabs, maybe. You could do tabs per topic. You could, could do tabs per use. Uh, you could do it uh, by audience. Uh, you could also just have one big list. At times, I've actually found that that works better. Just one big list. Uh, and I put it in alphabetical order. Uh, but some of the information that's important to capture, especially if you have just one big list, um, write a few lines about what the story is about. You don't want to write so much that the whole story's there, uh, but just a few lines, a few key key things, just to jog your memory. Uh, and then you want to have what's the point of the story? It's like it's great to have stories, but you don't want to be like this isn't a diary, <laughs> so you don't want to be writing every single thing that happened to you at work. No, uh, you just kind of want to write some stories that would be relevant that have a, a good point that that have some real meat to them. And so what is the point of the story? What does it teach? What does it illustrate? So that's something important to capture. Uh, another thing that would be good to capture, uh, who's the audience? And you know, one story could potentially be tweaked per audience. And, and by tweak, I'm not saying like change the story because what happened is what happened and that's going to stay con constant. But you might highlight certain things or word certain things differently uh, based on who your audience is. And so that is also one one reason why it's better, in my opinion, anyway, to uh, just have points. Because if you have the whole story written out and then it's intended for one audience, I am almost sure that if you have to present it to an audience, you're like, eh, it's already written. I'm just going to use it. It works. It works. Just going to rationalize how you don't need to tweak it. No, we want to tweak it. So if you just have the bullet points, you're much, much more likely to tweak, tweak it for, for the different audience. And uh, so, yeah, so keep, keep that information and just, you know, start, start incorporating stories. Like, you know, that the purpose is, you know why, and I'm not saying, you know, tell a story every second of every day, not even saying tell a story every day, not in every article, every dog, every, everything, I'm telling stories, like every page of your website, like, no, okay, let's, let's not go overboard. Um, what is it? The, the lesson more, less is more, but there's another expression that I can't remember right now, but you want to sprinkle it. It has much more effect and much more power if it's not something that is constant to the point where it's like, okay, wow, you're viewing your stories. You need to stop. So you don't want that, that response. So don't go overboard. Um, but for some very specific events, try incorporating story and see how it might make a difference in connecting with your intended audience in a better way. So by crafting compelling narratives that showcase our company's journey, values, mission, we can provide our audience with a holistic understanding of the organization's purpose and help create a connection at an emotional level that will leave a lasting impression. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review wherever applicable? I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening 
and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations. <laughs>